Tonight, Deputy Majority Leader blocks approval of anti-gay bill, moving a last-minute motion for a second consideration of the bill to remove all prison sentences in the proposed law. And for emphasis, I strongly hold the conviction that the integration of community service as an alternative to incarceration will substantially bolster the efficacy and compassion of our judicial system. We have the latest from Parliament where the NDC minority had hoped to have the bill passed by tomorrow. Let me say that it is up to the president to decide not to sign it. And um, he has the power to not to sign it or sign it. Mm. But he should also be mindful of Article 108. I think um, we finished the consideration. Um, what is left, we've got it printed. We are looking through it to make sure that all the amendment as moved and approved by parliament are captured appropriately and if that is done tomorrow we'll go through it and thursday we expect the speaker to put the question and by weekend ghana should have a bill Top story is always brought to you by Vodafone. It was just on Tuesday that the minority leader, Dr. Kixel Atofosing, made this bold declaration. We've finished the consideration. Um, what is left, we've got it printed. We are looking through it to make sure that all the amendment as moved and approved by parliament are captured appropriately. And if that is done, tomorrow we'll go through it. And Thursday, we expect the speaker to put the question. And by weekend, Ghana should have a bill called anti-LGBTQ bill by this weekend. No, no doubt about it. Well, achieving this goal of his now looks highly unlikely as a deputy majority leader, Alexander Fenyo Marking, today blocked the third reading of the anti-gay bill, which would have seen the passage of the controversial piece of legislation. Now, Alexander Fenyo Marking is clear he is not against the principles of the bill and, in fact, supports it. However, he is opposed to jailing people who are accused of engaging in or promoting LGBTQ activities in Ghana. Now, listen to the Deputy Majority Leader making a spirited argument on the floor today. So, Speaker, the essence of this motion is to afford this August House the opportunity to thoroughly consider amendment I have proposed to the bill with a view of substituting community service for incarceration. The amendments presented in this bill are motivated by a strong conviction regarding the necessity of implementing a more rehabilitative strategy in our criminal justice system, specifically with regards to the issues it tackles. So, Speaker, the issue before us is behavioral. And it is my humble view that in dealing with behavioral matters, incarceration, incarceration is not a solution. 
it makes the matter worse. That our court system should introduce a more humane, reformative, rehabilitative system where people who breach our laws, who sin against our legislation, would have an opportunity to reform and be reintegrated. To jail a person for his sexuality or her sexuality would not be the solution in maintaining our Ghanaian family values and ensuring proper human sexual rights. Mr. Speaker, in the least, such individuals who get into our jails become worse off. Mr. Speaker, as a law student, in my final year at Makola, upon visiting in Sawom with my colleagues, it became clear that inmates were being sodomized. It became clear that people were rather getting deeper into that habit and that behavioral aspect of our culture that we dislike. It is clear, and I need to emphasize that without reservation, that this motion does not stem from any opposition to the bill in and by itself. But conversely, I wholeheartedly endorse the guiding principles and goals that inform this legislation. Nevertheless, Mr. Speaker, like I said, and for emphasis, I strongly hold the conviction that the integration of community service as an alternative to incarceration will substantially bolster the efficacy and compassion of our judicial system. I dare say, Mr. Speaker, that we'll be retrogressive should we insist as a House on a third reading with these incarceration provisions in the bill. Let me bring in my parliamentary correspondent, Kweku Asante, S with me. And Kweku, how did the minority react to this? The anticipation was this would have been closed today, passed, sealed, and signed off. Yes, Evans. And just like the minority leader told you, the Speaker of Parliament was all but ready to put the, the question on the third reading. In fact, when he took his, state, his seat, that was the business he wanted to, to pro proceed on until Alexander Afenio-Markin rose on his seat to make that. We first heard from the minority chief whip, Army Governor Agoja, who was a little bit surprised because in his view, Alexander Afenio-Markin had already canvassed the views he was canvassing today and had been defeated in the vote last week. And so he was surprised that that view was coming up, although he was not also in principle against a second consideration of the bill. My colleague, no, well, yes. In fact, there's no argument against the second consideration stage. However, Mr. Speaker, I must say my colleague is abusing Order 171 because, Mr. Speaker, the last time he took to the floor for almost one hour and made the same argument and then we ended up voting. He has not said anything new. He never said anything new today, which he didn't say even in a longer uh, 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 rendition. Mr. Speaker, he made a point that he would prefer, uh, how do you call it, community service. And he was made to understand that as we speak, Mr. Speaker, there's no law in our country governing community services. 
And he says that he's talking about a deal that is in, in being drafted. But the, the rules of this house are quite clear. That is not even known to this house, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, I hear him talk about so many things. I just draw the attention of my colleague to one of the provisions in this deal. Mr. Speaker, those who carry out surgical operations, we are talking about one of the crimes which can send you to jail, is if somebody begin to try to reassign gender. You have to be one of the brainiest people to carry out surgical operations. We are not talking about people stealing plantain. We are talking about people who are carrying out fundamental re, I mean, uh, 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 surgical operations. And so, Kweku, how was this settled? Well, it was put to a vote. In fact, the person who seconded Afenio Markin's motion was one of the co-sponsors of the Antikebo, in the person of Imano Kwesibajwa. He seconded that. It was put to a vote, and the House agreed that there must be a second consideration stage. The House then began the second consideration stage. Afenio Markin is now proposing 14 amendments to the original bill, as was presented by Sam Joy, to remove the custodial sentence from anywhere in the bill. The cross four, that has to do with imposing up to four months sentence on, 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 on LGBT activity issues was first discussed and it was roundly defeated. So if anyone is to forecast what exactly is going to happen, then all these amendments are going to be defeated up until the time a vote is going to happen. But the first of Afenio Markin's amendments was defeated today. 14 amendments, so they have to possibly vote on each one. Yes. And in fact, the way Afenia Markin has structured his um, um, amendments, they would have to vote on all of them because he's seeking to take the custodial sentencing from each and every one of them. So at every point in time, there will have to be a vote because Afenia Markin will move. There will be a view in opposition. And while the House cannot agree on a view, they would have to put it to a vote and the decision taken. Okay, yeah, thankfully we can bring in one of the sponsors of the bill. Uh, Sam George joins us right now. And Mr. George is the MP for Ningo Prom Prom. Uh, Mr. George, legitimate, is it not, that he is asking for a bit more scrutiny? Uh, absolutely not. And let me correct fundamentally one of the premises that you made, that Afenio Makin arrested the the third reading. The he, he did not arrest the third that, reading. I, he would have been defeated with ease on the floor. We as sponsors have about 10 amendments we want to make to what the draft persons have brought. For example, if you look at the head note of what the draft persons have brought, we agreed as a house to delete Ghanaian. So the bill will not read proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian family values, but we'll read human sexual rights and family values bill. We decided to delete proper and Ghanaian. They did that, but in some of the clauses, you still see Ghanaian repeat itself there. So we needed to clean those things up. So we ourselves were going to do a second consideration. That's why my co-sponsor, Emmanuel Kusi Bedra, responded by seconding the motion. So Afenyo did not have what it took to, to, to arrest the bill. Now that said, Afenyo's arguments today are not new. Afenyo is on a foray and voyage of no consequence. He has established all the points he wants to make last week. He was defeated in those arguments last week. He repeated the same today. 
those arguments betray a lack of honesty and sincerity in the underpinning principle. If Afrinio Martins today is saying that as a final year law student, he went to Ensawam and was touched by the state of our prisons. Afrinio Martins has sat in parliament at least for the last seven years that I have been there and has passed legislation that has custodial sentences. One I can give you a ready example of is the Anti-Vigilantism Act. And he spoke in favor of custodial sentences for the Anti-Vigilantism Act. So when did Afrinio all of a sudden develop this this, this uh, heart of compassion and all? But, but, he, again, but, but he to be fair to him, he makes the point that the two are completely different. He said this is based on behavioral and you want to put somebody in jail because of a behavior that actually needs correcting instead of throwing the person in jail. That's a distinction it creates. Sorry? That's a distinction it creates, that this particular act that you're seeking to criminalize is purely behavioral. He used those words. You don't want to throw people in jail. You and and to, who says, who says, who says that. that is factual? Afenio doesn't have his facts right. The person's engaged in this as a lifestyle choice. There is nothing behavioral about it. In fact, the essence and rationale of the bill is to prevent, to punish, and to rehabilitate. In fact, the Ghana Prison Service is the foremost rehabilitation center in Ghana today because it is a correctional facility. Their mandate is correctional. Rehabilitation and reformation goes on in the Ghanaian prisons. When Afenyo says we should do communal service, have you asked Afenyo what legal jurisprudence in Ghana supports communal service? So you hand over a, an accused person who is found guilty by the courts to the judge, and the judge is supposed to sentence, and you say the judge should sentence to communal service. What is communal service? Okay, uh, stay with me, please, because I've just been joined by the deputy majority leader. Mr. Afenyo, marking that fundamental point it makes about the communal service and the legal jurisprudence, fair point, is it not? What criminal jurisprudence, Evans? I'd like to understand he, that. He, he, that he, he joins us now. Uh, Mr. Fenya Market, thanks for your time. Evans, I'm sorry. I have no objection. Please go ahead. I take exceptions to the personal nature of the submission by my colleague. Um, I expect him to be withdrawn with apology. If he cannot, I will not continue the interview. I'll prepare that we'll do business in the chamber. I'm sorry. I've listened. You did not stop him. And this thing and Afenio and Afenio. I mean, we don't do things like that. And I will not want to go get into another whatever. I respect him a lot. It's not because of this bill that he and I would be cutting our throat in public. I'm not going to do an interview. If you withdraw and make a submission that Ghanaians would enjoy, that we have a disagreement. I will continue. Failure to do that, I'm sorry. And you would have to apply the brakes on him. I'm sorry. On the specifics, which specific things you heard him. Afenyo is, 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 is repeated himself. He has said they play the full take to him. What is what is the dishonesty in this? That I have found a new spirit in doing what? I won't attack I won't go into that personal attack. You heard all he said. I am not going into any specific debate this evening. He can say all he wants. I don't. It, it's a personal problem. Sam George, Evans, the 
deputy majority leader is a personal friend and someone I respect. I'm happy you asked him what specifics he's asking me to withdraw. Because everything I have said here is borne by the hands up and the tape you have played. He moved motions. He defended his motion. I have, and you asked me specific questions relative to him. So if he's asking me to withdraw that I have made a personal attack on him, I'm at, I'm at sea. Because you asked me specific questions, even as the host. You asked me specific that the Honorable Afrojo Martin said this. How do I respond? So how then do I respond without making reference to him? So, I mean, this is without malice. This is to the substance of the fact. If there is anything that he will point out that would point to malice or an attack on his person, I will willingly withdraw. But failure to point out anything, I can't withdraw my, my entire submission, which is a statement of fact, that he moved a motion for, 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 to arrest the third reading and for a second consideration, which we supported, but which we debated and defeated the logic of his argument. Which, and I stated that it is his democratic right to hold the view he has. It is also our democratic right to disagree with him and state so forcefully. I, I don't see what would be considered a personal attack in that. The substance of the debate should not be befuddled. That the attempt to say that we should take away custodial sentencing cannot be, cannot be justified by any part of our legal jurisprudence. That's the substance of the whole debate here. I, I take notice. And that's what I would want for him to address. I, I, take, I, mean, no, I take notice of the point you raised. And I, 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 Mr. Fanyamaka is on the line in the interest, of course, decency and, and decorum in conversations. Uh, Mr. Fanyamaka, he said that if there's any particular specific yeah, issue, he's ready, he's ready to withdraw. I will repeat myself. I decline, I decline further interview. I'm sorry. Well, Thank you very much uh, for connecting with us on this subject. And as you've heard, both of them say they are good friends. And this is a conversation that must be had nonetheless. I'm looking for the specifics. I would definitely have held uh, Sam George to it and demanded that uh, he withdrew if I get the actual specifics to this matter. But, but Mr. George, the expectation uh, coming to today, and we play the sound of your majority leader, who the minority leader, Case Latter Forcing, who was expectant that this bill would have been passed today. It says latest by weekend we should have a, a law in place. This is not happening, is it? Well, it's, it still rests within the bosom of Mr. Speaker. If Mr. Speaker takes this tomorrow, in fact, after Mr. Speaker finished the first amendment by the Honorable Afenio Martin on Clause 4, I rose and said to the Speaker that the other 13 amendments carry the same language the same wording, the same principle. The counter from my end remains the same. And so it would amount to filibustering for us to go into debate on the various 13 other amendments. And the speaker said, well, it would also be an, uh, an aberration with our rules to just say on the basis of that, you are striking out all these amendments. Except the honorable member who has filed the amendment chooses to withdraw them because he realizes that the House will vote 14 times against him. But if he so chooses to move each of those amendments, we will stay any further debate on the matter. He will move his amendments, the Speaker will put the question, we will vote against it and defeat all the 13 motions. That process can be completed without filibustering in less than 30 minutes. We will move our amendments which also do not need more than 30 minutes. I am confident that if we come to the table tomorrow, 
with the purest of intentions to engage in parliamentary debate without any attempts to filibuster and run down the clock, we can still meet the deadline tomorrow. But again, what is if the speaker gives us the room to debate this? I am confident, Evans, that before the rising of this meeting of parliament on the 22nd of March, come hell or high water, we will pass the bill. Hell or high water. But that power does not reside with you alone. Even the minority alone cannot do this. You need the because, other side. Evan, I am, I am so confident in this position because today there were 39 members of the major, minority side. 39. There were 19 of the majority side. And when the question was put on the first amendment by the Honorable Deputy uh, Majority Leader, he was the only person who voted in favor of his, of his amendments. Even members on his side voted with us because the support for this bill is not partisan. It is not about minority versus majority. The Honorable Chairman Sambunsu, who is the majority leader, actually spoke in favor of our position. In fact, during the second consideration phase, the Honorable Chairman Sambunsu actually had a proposal, a proposed amendment to increase the, 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 the custodial sentence from five years to ten years to minimum six years, twelve years. We as forces had to debate him and make him abandon it. We didn't want it to go that high. So even the majority leader, Chairman Sambunsu, does not support the position of his deputy. But again, like I said, this is a personal thing. It's not a party position. And I am satisfied that we have the support of the majority of members. That when this is put, we'll go through this second consideration. And after the second consideration, the only thing left is the third reading. Nothing else can happen again. Hmm. Where we stand right now with this is a 14 amendment that has been proposed. Uh, and, and from what my colleague explained earlier, uh, Asante, you now have to vote on each of these. Realistically, within the time frame and, and considering where you are, there are some on the other side who agree with this position indeed. Uh, you expect to vote on this and, and get all this addressed before you write? Because you, your expectation was to do this in the, today. Evans, and I'm repeating to you again that it would be normal practice that when you have amendments that follow through, you would see the mood of the House and be accordingly advised. However, I have been in this House and seen, for example, the E-Levy bill. Harun Idrisu was then minority leader. I think the E-Levy bill had eight clauses. Harun Idrisu had eight amendments. Clause one, delete. Clause two, delete. All the eight clauses, he had an amendment to delete all. We insisted that there should be a vote on it. We voted on all the eight. He moved his amendment. There was no opposition to it. The speaker put the vote and the eyes in the instance won. And so the point is, if Afenio moves his motion, even if he moves all the other 13 that stand in his name, he would move his motion. It's his right. And that won't take us five hours to do. When he moves his motion, we have already established our position in principle in the first amendments that we debated. So there will be no need to repeat ourselves. Let's speak out put the question. We will defeat it. And then we move on to the next one.
Some just and say- I'm saying to you that even on his side, our position is fortified by the support that we have from his side of the house. Have we sorted yet? Have we sorted out yet? And the, the minority leader made the point too. Uh, even if you cross this particular hurdle, there's another hurdle. The hurdle uh, as thrown out by the president himself, who from his actions around bills that had been put forth by your own members, private members' bills, had said in his decisions loudly that if he imposes a bearing on a consolidated fund, he is not signing into law. Have you crossed that header? Have you have you managed to, to sort out oh, that? Oh, if I haven't got in there, and I but I hold the considered leader that President Akufuado, as a Christian, as an avowed Christian, and one who spoke before God in the Anglican Church in the Eastern region, it was before God, spoke to God and man and said, homosexuality will not be legalized under his watch as president. It will not happen. Those were his words. I am confident, and I will err on the side of caution, that President Akufuado will do what is right by his conscience, by God, and by the people of this country, who overwhelmingly support the essence and spirit of our bill. Let us get there. Let's not preempt the president. I believe that the president will sign. If we get there and the president refuses to sign, the constitution gives us other options to still get it passed into law. Good explosive. And that's uh, Sam George there on that subject uh, that came before the House today. The anti-gay bill, uh, the minority had hoped that it would be passed today. The Speaker had uh, taken his seat hoping that it would be passed. He was actually looking forward to it. He expressed it. Uh, but the 17, 14 amendment that have been proposed now means it won't happen. Uh, not just yet. They're so very confident they will get it passed. Uh, where do you stand on this? The issue now revolves around custodial or not custodial sentence. And uh, I think your market wants that taking out of the bill as it currently is. 055 11 11 997 News tonight in a minute.